Hello, Virginia. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sam. Happy 2023. We made it. We did. We're at the beginning of a new year. Set some New Year's resolutions. Hopefully follow yes. through. Yes, hopefully. We'll it's see. only day three, so we'll it's see. It's only day three. I'm feeling good we'll so see. far. How long is it acceptable to say Happy New Year? I think I think a week. Okay. Or even more, maybe. I guess it depends who you're talking to. We're definitely in the safe zone right now, though. Yeah, we are. So Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, January 3rd. Here are today's headlines. The battle for the Speaker of the House position continues after Representative Kevin McCarthy of California failed to secure the majority of votes on Tuesday. The 118th Congress convened at noon and voted shortly after for the speakership position. McCarthy received 203 votes. The vote then advanced to another round. Democrat Hakeem Jeffries, who was nominated for the position, received nine more votes than McCarthy for a total of 212 votes. Representative Paul Gosar of Arizona nominated Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona for the speaker position. Gosar, Matt Gates of Florida, Biggs, Bob Good of Virginia, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, Eli Crane of Arizona, Ralph Norman of South Carolina, Andrew Clyde of Georgia, Dan Bishop of North Carolina, and Matt Rosendale of Montana all voted for Biggs. Representatives Michael Cloud of Texas, Anna Paulina Luna of Florida, Andy Ogles of Tennessee, Mary Miller of Illinois, Keith Self of Texas, and Lauren Boebert of Colorado cast their votes for Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio. Now we also had Representative Andy Harris of Maryland voting for former Representative Lee Zeldin, while Texas Representative Chip Roy voted for Representative Byron Donalds and Representative Josh Burkeen voted for Jim Banks of Indiana. McCarthy also appears to have lost the second round of voting, according to Fox News. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took the oath of office on Tuesday morning. Surrounded by his wife and children, he began his second term as the governor of Florida. Let's take a listen to some of his inaugural speech per Mary Margaret Olihan's Twitter. Florida has led the way in preserving what the father of our country called the sacred fire of liberty. It is the fire that burned in Independence Hall when 56 men pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to establish a new nation conceived in liberty. It's the fire that burned at a cemetery in Gettysburg when the nation's first Republican president pledged to this nation a new birth of freedom. It's the fire that burned among the boys who stormed the beaches of Normandy to liberate a continent and to preserve freedom for the world. It's the fire that infused the young preacher's dream relayed at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial that the Declaration of Independence said what it meant and meant what it said. All men are created equal. The 44-year-old governor won his re-election campaign in a landslide in November. His campaign released a freedom agenda in August, touting the governor's accomplishments and offering a guide to other states to follow Florida's example on law and order, parental rights, economic policy, and the environment. 
On Tuesday morning, DeSantis emphasized that fighting for freedom has become harder than ever before, as the threats to freedom are more complex and more widespread than they have been in the past. A group of pro-life leaders sent a letter to Congress to pursue a robust pro-life agenda, Politico first reported. The letter, signed by the Heritage Foundation, March for Life, Susan B. Anthony, Pro-Life America, Live Action, Catholic Vote, and many others, lists a number of steps the groups hope to see the new Congress take. The Daily Signal is the news outlet of the Heritage Foundation. The letter in part reads, Congress must recognize that every abortion ends human life and should pass the Heartbeat Protection Act, which shines a light on the undeniable innocence and humanity of unborn children. And Congress must protect babies who survive abortions. The Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act would require that infants born alive after an abortion receive proper medical care and hold providers who fail to do so legally accountable. The 118th Congress, as we've been talking about, began on Tuesday and is the first since Roe v. Wade was overturned on July 24th last year. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin is still recovering after collapsing on the field Monday night in a game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills tweeted, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. Hamlin's family released a statement earlier today saying, On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. The NFL also issued a statement last night about the incident, saying Hamlin received immediate medical attention on the field by team and independent medical staff and local paramedics. He was then transported to a local hospital where he is in critical condition. Our thoughts are with Hamlin and the Buffalo Bills. We will provide more information as it becomes available. The game was suspended following the incident and will not be resumed this week, according to a statement from the NFL released today. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't had the chance already, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal Interview Edition. I'm going to be sitting down with Heritage Action for America's Ryan Walker to discuss the biggest plays Republicans should make in Congress this year. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.